I'm in the studio with Jay Halim. And I'm in the studio with Jay Halim. I am in the studio with Jay Halim. I am in the studio with Jay Halim. I'm in the studio with Jay Halim. You are now in the studio with Jay Halim. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Halim. We are back for a special episode of Star of Talk. Let me tell you something. This brother right here, I met this brother. We coming up on about eight months or so now at this point. But I met him in California. He's my frat brother, so you will get, you know, some Sigma stuff. You get some Sigmas around. That's going to come out in a minute. <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, though, you know, um, just because somebody's your frat brother doesn't mean that they have to, you know, um, embrace you the way this brother did for me. And so I've been on the West Coast back and forth for the last seven, eight months at this point. But he was one of the people who was instrumental in making my transition a whole lot smoother than I know it would have been. And so I like to appreciate appreciate you now in front of my people, as well as, you know, I've already told you thank you behind the scenes, but I couldn't wait to get you on here to tell you thank you for all that you've done for me. And I'm looking forward to all the things we're going to do out in the West together. But if you don't know, like this is my brother Flash, the party general. Let me tell you something. I don't know if they can handle a DJ like this because if he ain't going to promote it, promote it, <laughs> it ain't going to be promoted, man. I'm telling you, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Flash, thank you so much for taking the time, bro. Hey, man, thank you so much for that wonderful intro. I'm a humble, but I'm appreciative, man. It's all a blessing. Um, you know, it's what we do, man. It's what we do as brothers of the dove, man. Got to look out for one another. And especially, you know, for me, I'm, I believe in all of our karma. And I believe in what you put out is what you get back. And you not only just came out to the West Coast, but you came out to handle some business. So how would I, you know, a fellow brother, a fellow man of color, not try to help you succeed? Because I just come from the standpoint, when you succeed, I mean, we all succeed. So, you know, my thing, I support the movement 150%. And anything that I can do to help you grow, you know, it's, it's, you know I'm there. I mean, you know that I've shown that. And that's just how I roll. And to what you were talking about, alluding to about promoting and stuff like that, you know, I've often been missed perceived as a promoter and stuff like that but it's just the fact that i go hard in the paint for me and yeah as you know i'm old school where it's all about branding as you know you you, you got your brand game up you know i, I watch you you know you you know let me tell you something about Halim. Halim is a humble dude but he on his grind too you know i look at him like okay i see the levels i gotta step my game up too i see the merch you know i see the merch and all that i'm like okay okay that's on the next thing but you know my thing is I kind of, and I'm not going to, I always give credit where credit is due. I remember Jay-Z said something years ago, and that's always stuck with me, and that's kind of how I move. He said, you know, I got to keep grinding until I ain't got to introduce myself no more. Yeah. And I said, you know, that is profound. So the world doesn't know Flash the Party General yet. I still got to introduce myself. When your name is all you need to get into a door, that's when you know, like, okay, cool. Until that time, you know, I just keep grinding. So that's why I pump everything that I'm involved in, you know, I promote mm -hmm. everything that I do because it's not only promoting whatever activities and events I'm involved in, I'm also pushing my brand as well. So, you know, that's why, that's why I grind the way I grind, you know, yeah. it's just the fact that you got to keep growing and you, you're never, to me, I also, to you never evolve. You haven't reached yet. So that's, that's yeah. pretty much what fires me every day is every day I haven't reached yet. So there's always work to be done. 
So we're both from the original tri-state area. A lot of people call tri-state area, you know, different places. But we're from the original tri-state area, New York, New Jersey area, Connecticut area. And so it just makes me feel at home. Stand up. It just makes me feel at home when I see you promoting because it's just a different era. And people don't get that. Like, when you're from that area, before social media and before this, this last wave, like, you stood out like a sore thumb wherever you went. Like, you didn't have to say it. Your yep. swag said it. And so when the way you promote yourself, it tells you, oh, this brother got to be from this side of the, of the world. So how has it been? Because you've been on that side for a long time now. How has it been, you know, they still know that you're from another place as opposed to you, even though you've been to L.A. for a while? Well, see, for me, I claim three places. Obviously, my Caribbean roots, you know, from Belize, everything like that. That's that's in the bones. That's down in the bone marrow. Uh, from Bronx and Brooklyn, you know, coming out to the West Coast, even though I was raised up out here, went to school out here and stuff, you can't take New York out of me. I don't care. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. say, where you from? I'm from, you know, I'm from Missouri. Everybody, everybody's from New York. You know, when you're from New York, yeah. it's just something about the water. It's something about the air that it just sticks with you. You know, yeah. my pops, he and Cali, he still say I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> and it's just something about the East Coast. And I think it's because the New York state of mind, it's all about the grind. From yes. the time sun up to sundown, it's all about the grind. So I think that's just embedded in me. And on the West Coast, I mean, no shade to the West Coast like that. It's more laxed out here. It's yes. more, you know, connections. It's more of, you know, I get to it. Whereas the East Coast is not, I need that now. Hunger. You know, gotta get it now. Hunger. <laughs> the hunger. Yeah, the hunger, the hunger, the grit, the grind. You know, there's no time to relax. I mean, as much people like to throw shade at Diddy and stuff, you got to respect the man's work hustle, man. The man, he grinds, you know, he grinded where he got. Now, how he got to where he got, that's a different story for a different day. But the thing is, you, nobody cannot say this man didn't work hard. He worked yeah. hard. Yeah. Jay Z worked hard. So those type of people you look at, like I look LL Cool J, he grind hard, you know, to get where they do. No one gave him anything. No one, oh, no one had the family hookup. You know, like like you were saying nowadays, everybody wants the hookup now, and it's yeah. easier because of the ad of social media and the internet and stuff like that. Everybody wants a hookup. Everybody wants a hookup, but they don't want to grind, and that's why they don't appreciate you know, the blessings that are given to him. So for me, I thank you for giving my flowers now. You know, I'm a preacher. I don't take this platform for granted. And the thing is that, you know, I think today's folks in the entertainment industry and whatever they're doing, they take it for granted. And whatever industry, teaching, yeah. you know, real estate, stuff like that, they take it for granted because it's so easy. I don't want to say we were easy, but it's so easy to get because of social media. Yeah, definitely. And 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 also with social media is a false sense of something, you know, like because at the end of the day, you have 5000 friends, but none of them can show up when you need something. It's cool to say, what's up? Preach. And, and Preach. But when you when you in a bind, you you know, those friends, they, you know, they get real quiet. So it's not it's, it's a false sense of reality. One thing like I got said in the beginning when I was introing you like your, your spirit, though, bro, you know, what I'm saying like that's not normal. In this day and time, you know what I'm saying? In this day and time, it's like we've had talks offline. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're you're a giver. You're a giver. And so 
talk to about where that spirit came from because everybody's looking for mine, 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 mine. But you, you, you are a giver, you know, and that's a special situation. Well, I would have to say, you know, I, I have a strong faith. I do believe in God and Christianity and that I don't get into that too much because I think everybody's walk is different. Yeah. I don't debate Baptist, Methodist, Christian, God, Buddha. I don't, because I didn't study that. But mm -hmm. I believe there's a higher universe, a higher power, higher being. That's what I salute. And I just believe in, look, even if whatever you believe the Bible or not, there's, there's laws that are just there. I do believe in when you give kindness, you get kindness back. Yeah. When you help somebody, that karma comes around to you. It doesn't have to be biblical, it doesn't have to be scholarly, anything like that. It's just, yo, be good. It's like the simple thing. When you smile at somebody, somebody's going to smile back at you. Yeah, That's no doubt. Simple. That's just, there is no, so for me, I just believe in, if I can be a blessing to somebody, I'm going to be blessed. And I believe in that, you know, each one, teach one, bring one. If I yeah. can help somebody out, I'm going to do that. You know, it doesn't cost or hurt anything. You know, I'm not really a jealous or envious type person. I believe in, once again, the Christianity. I believe in if he can do it for you, daily, he can do it for me. And I look at yeah. you like, oh, man, he blessed him. Okay, I'm next. Because I know he, did, he, don't, he didn't run out of blessings. He didn't give you the last blessing. Yeah, so, no doubt. Uh, you know what? He can bless a kid. That means mine is coming. And there's words. What you're saying is confirmation because what you're saying, this is like about the fourth time I've heard that recently. That's and good. how you how you act, how you flex, that ain't normal, man. That people like you ain't really normal. And I'm kind of like, ah, is this? And to me, I don't think I'm doing anything different out of ordinary. I'm just like, okay, I see what you're doing. Hey, I support. Hey, I see this thing. Hey, let me help you out. You know, it's just that's just in my nature. And I think that's the Caribbean in me too, where the thing is, we're just a loving, giving people. Um, you appreciate the simple things in life and going to what you were talking about too. So the thing is, when you've gone through the school of hard knocks, you have a different perspective about life and you have a different outlook on life, what's important, what's not important, what you should focus on and what you should not focus on. So I think with all that, that kind of, you know, fuels me how I move at things and how I look at things. And I don't look at it, damn, if I help you out, Jason, I, I ain't gonna come up. You yeah. know, it, it puts me back. I don't look at that because your walk is your walk. My yeah. walk is my walk. What he has for you, nobody can, you know, interrupt that. Yeah. You know, because he already ordained that walk for you. So the thing is, I don't worry about that. My journey for me, nobody can stop my journey for me because he already lined it up for me. You know, and so that's how I move. That's why I don't really trip, you know, so. Nah, it's a, it's definitely a blessing, man. It's definitely a blessing to stay that way. And I hope that um you appreciate now, everybody giving you the flowers, you notice that right now, it comes when it's supposed to. So this True. is the season, you know what I mean? It's coming around when it's supposed to. So let's get to this, you know, where did Flash come from? Where, where did Flash come from? <laughs> Cause you my man, I'm a tech. I'll be honest, I don't I don't really share too, too much. Very, very few people know the name. The name, I've had that name since, man, when I came, I was like junior high. And it goes back to, you know, on the block, everybody had a nickname and everything like that. My name, obviously, was Kid Flash. That was me and everything. Always flashy, shit like, you know, I played sports and everything, but the thing was from dancing. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm out there in the street dancing, doing our thing. and. So I wanted a name, like I wanted a name and 
you know, I like Flash. I remember the cartoon with the red and yellow. I like all yeah. the lightning. And I used to always draw it. So everybody wanted the name. Like, you know what? I'm I'm Flash then. And then what happened? Everybody started calling me that. So in junior high, you know how to East Coast. I got me a piece of jewelry. Yeah. So <laughs> once the jewelry kick in, Same that's, the first thing, that's the first thing people see. And that's why that's what I had. I, I still had that joint too. You got to know it, right? So that's the first thing people see. Oh, flash us up. Hey, flash us up. So it just kind of carries. So even though I introduced myself, now you know you're going to drill. Hey, yeah, so flash. But it's like, it just kind of stuck. So then moving in, Junior out of high school, playing sports, okay, you need a nickname. So I played basketball, played baseball, the center field the pitcher. You know, I had that smoke, I had a, I had a, I had a gun. So the name kind of stuck there. Moved on to college, um, you know, college, you know, joined the fraternity and everything like that. You need a frat name. I already got my name, my name, I have my name for junior high. So that's <laughs> where the name came from. So now, morphing, then I was MCing, MCing with my cousin and one of my best friends. Also, Frank, he was a DJ. So my thing was, I wanted to get on the mic, you know, to hype, hype things up. So that was like, I was the hype. Man. I was yeah. the play with flag and everything like that. You know, everybody liked DE. You like play with flags. So I was the hype man, you know, flash the MC. So then I started, and I always liked DJing. I always, but I just figured, nah, I'm not that good. You know, I can't beat Grandmaster Flash. I can't beat Jazzy Jeff. I'm not that good. I'll just MC. But then I always come, my dad and my pops was a DJ. And I always liked DJing, but I was like, oh, I'm not that good, I'm not that good, I'm not that good, mm-hmm. you know, lack of self-confidence. So one day, I just messed around when the, um, I started DJing when the CD turntables came in, you know, and that's when I started messing around with my cousin. So my cousin allowed me to get on there, and I'm like, what, how do you do that? You know, what do you do? And he explained to me. I was like, oh, I could probably do that. So at the end of the clubs that we had out there, I was emceeing, I would DJ the last 30 minutes messing around. Yeah. So you know, one thing practice makes perfect. So the last 15 minutes became 30 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. So I'm rocking the sets. Hey, man, you know what? You're going to have your set. I'm like, what? So I start messing around DJing. So I'm like, ah, and I'm just messing around the end of the club. So now I was like, okay, I need to make some money. I just started DJing just to hustle. Just, all right, I need to make some extra endos. Let me just see what's up. And I just kind of put it out there. But then, like you say, you got to be careful what you say because it will come to fruition. <laughs> and I say, you know what, I'm going to put myself out there DJ. I, I didn't really think people was going to hire me because everybody knows me as an MC. Then I got my first gig. I'm like, oh, man. Like, man, I got booked for my first gig. I was sweating bullets, you know. <laughs> I didn't think nobody was really going to me because I know I'm flash to MC, you know. So yeah. then I got my first gig, and I need a DJ name. And I wanted to separate. Uh, well, because back up. So Flash, I was also having my own Caribbean TV show. So I was Flash Renault. So my thing was I wanted to separate Flash, the MC, or Flash Renault, the TV personality, to DJ. Because there's oh, all let me let me get let me interrupt you fast. So were you still did you start DJing after you got out of college or while you were in college? Uh just after I got out. Okay. I was, I was MCing during college. And I was damn man, all the tea. I was in <laughs> I was involved in the entertainment arena in college and everything like that. So I started really taking DJing seriously after college because I just did it as well to make some money. Yeah. But I, my best friend, it was Cali. He was DJing. So he was DJing. I was MCing and I was dancing. So because with that time, nah, you do that. I ain't trying to do that. You know, we chasing women. I ain't got time to be DJing. You do that. I'm going to hype it up, give me some chicks and move on. Yeah. So I started DJing after college. 
So that's the thing I wanted to know because now being a DJ in our community, especially, you know, DJs are respected and everything like that, but they're not, I don't feel like when it's, you know, it's, it's a career that people uh, take it seriously enough that like you just went and got a four year degree and then like, okay, so now you, 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 you DJing, you're not at, at, you know, at, at bank of America, or you're not at this, you know, corporate company or this text thing or whatever the case may be. What did you have any of those type of like, Oh, maybe I failed or maybe I'm not doing what I was supposed to do. That last part. Yes. Eddie Murphy said something decades ago on the senior hall show. And that stuck with me too. I always, I'm a, I'm a student. Okay. And my blood and my family entertainment is in there. I get it from my grandfather, my paternal grandfather. He was ahead of his time. Back in Belize, he was like, like the Quincy Jones and the Debbie Allen of Belize. He was that talent to where Belize sent him to England. Like in the Caribbean, what you do when you have a natural talent, let's say we got Beyonce. What America would do is we would send Beyonce to England and to China. Hey, this is one of our treasures. Look what we produce. Yeah. So Belize sent my grandfather, hey, look what Belize producing. He would go teach dance, like theater and stage and stuff like that, right? He wrote his own songs, wrote his own plays, designed the costume, made the sets. He was all of that. So my family, they laugh when they see me because I mean, he's just like your grandfather. So it's just in my blood without even me. I never knew that because I only met him. Yeah. Unfortunately, I only met him twice. And that's the only regret. I wish I would have gotten to really meet him to really pick his brain and he can see what I'm doing now, but not to get off topic, but the thing, um, as I said, I've always wanted to be in entertainment, but yeah. you know, in my family, I, you know, hey, school, 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 college, college, college. And I would say back in the days when I was coming up, being in entertainment, well, I actually, I wanted to be, a, I wanted to play baseball, but the thing is the reality, like, oh, what's the reality of being a professional athlete? Yeah. What's the reality of you being in entertainment? So I said, nah, I'm going to go to college. So I just played sports and I just did entertainment just as like hobby. That's just what I did. Yeah. You know, but then it really didn't start to kick in until I went to college because at UCLA, when you start seeing people that you see on TV in class, which you're like, hey man, you just like, oh, you just like me. Because yeah. <laughs> back in the days, you had the perception that celebrities and stuff were up here and non-people that are people that don't play sports, people that aren't in entertainment, you're down here. But then I start looking at them and then my fam is but you know, Buster Rhymes and Scratch the DJ, that's my family. And I remember them telling me to leave Scratch it to Scratch it toys, your yeah, family. Legendary, legendary, legendary. Yeah, we're a week apart. Wow. So so we're a week. I'm I'm the ninth, I'm the 29th of April, he's made the sixth. Wow. The, the, the com- let me tell you something about Tauruses, man. Taurus, we just that we just them dudes, man. So I'm I'm the 29th of April. He's the sixth, and bus is like a week, the week after that. So all of us from Brooklyn, well, he's from LI, but all of us from Brooklyn, all in entertainment. So, like I said, I know Scratch is DJ, you know, Scratch DJ and all that. Like you see it, but it's kind of all right, man. You know, so I'm DJing for bus, like, okay. You just like, okay. Then you come out leaders of the new school, you're like, okay. As if I'm going solo, I'm like, what? Like, you hear it, but you don't, like, okay. Then when I seen the first video, we are, I'm like, damn, you know? And it's like, if he can do it, well, I can probably, you know? So and that's when I started emceeing parties, stuff like that. And it was just the fact that, okay, let me, let me, let me try it now. Because the thing is, 
all my life going to school, uh, going to school, go to school, go to school, go to school. But my family never really encouraged, well, go ahead and try. Yeah. Go ahead and try. Yeah. It was always, you want to make it in America, you have to go to, because it was the American dream. You got to yeah. go to college, you got to get married, get you a good job, get you a car, have two kids. It was that. So that's yeah. what was preached. You know, you don't, you don't go pro. You don't, now you can't be in entertainment. <laughs> so going through, going to UCLA, that was my, that's when it really started kicking in like, hey, maybe there is something in entertainment. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me just see. So I was dabbling in the entertainment world and doing, getting my education. So everything kind of lined up there. One thing led to another, you know, being a frat, you know, stepping, stepping led to dancing, you know, cause we went everything and signals to, you know, step led to dancing, doing videos, then this led to this, then this opportunity, then with the advent of the internet, YouTube, everybody could go like this. You can be your own platform. Well, I stumbled upon, because they saw me uh, hosting this Belize and fundraiser. They approached me about doing a TV show. I'm like, sure. I never thought about that. I'm like, okay. Then I really liked it. So I started, so I had my own Caribbean TV show for a couple of years called the Entertainment Beat on Mikey TV, which is a Caribbean talent network. And, and at that time, I was doing that. And then I started looking at radio. And I'm like, let me start doing that. I had my own radio show for a couple of years because I was deep to get my DJ name out yeah, there. Yeah, that's, yeah. How Ludacris, that's how Ludacris came out. Everybody started out doing radios. Okay, let me start doing that. So the thing was that getting, once again, going back to the grind, I have to get my name out, you know, and, I, and the thing was I had to put my name out there to get some more experience. So I'm booking gigs little by little, getting my name out, the party general, the party general is getting the name out and the king's name is getting out. But you can't, you can't skip that part because that, that's a big deal because you know the flash was from when you were a kid. So when did right. you start feeling like you were the party general? When I was start, started DJ, oh yeah, I needed a DJ name. So the party general actually comes from me emceeing because I'm like, okay, everybody, okay, look, I tell everybody this, I'm, I'll tell you the, the secret to my success. I'm not the best DJ in the world. I know that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not the best DJ. But what I bring to the table, I can rock your party. The turntable is all that. Oh, you got me beat. I'm not that dude. I'm not, you know, but to rock a party, okay, that's it. What people want is my voice. That's what people, so I know my, I can rock a party. Something, okay, your deed, your name has to say something about you. So I said, you know what, what's my name? And I, and I was somebody said, yeah, I to rock the party, party general. I'm like, yeah, you know what? The party general. I'm like, hmm. Then I was thinking, need a DJ name, DJ the party general. That general is four stars in the service, you know, mm -hmm. you know, the line number, number four, quad club. I'm like, okay, the stars is aligning up. Uh -huh. So I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, the party general. So then when I started throwing it out there, I'm like, okay, cool. DJ party, the party general. Okay, okay. It makes sense. So I'm like, okay, cool. So now it's making sense. So now, I got my name, now I gotta start branding it. Got my logo out there, the four stars. So when people ask me, the general is four stars in the service. Yeah. My favorite number is four, my line number is four. Yeah. So party general is, oh, you want your party started, the party's gonna come rock your party. So that's how the name came about. And and, and I live up to my name. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Um, One of the things I know being an artist myself is a bunch, a bunch of misconceptions. And it's yes. a misconceptions come in the business. Like, what is one of the biggest misconceptions about the business of, of being a DJ? You get a lot of women. <laughs> <laughs> well, business side or the other? Or the, the business, business side, the business side. Uh, we'll get to uh, that part. <laughs> yeah, 
well, just for me, is the women thing. That's what I was to say. I don't, you know, um, there's not a there's not a lot of money in it that people assume, but you can make a lot of money, and there is money potential because the thing is, being a DJ is not just only limited to just being in a club, and that's what people think. Oh, you at a club? There's a the 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 DJ. That's why it's so saturated right now. It's kind of watered down. And because the equipment has made it to where everybody can DJ now, you can DJ on your cell phone now. They got systems where you can do it. And I'm like, come on, man. And what going back to what you was talking, touch your base, I thought that's where you were going alert a little while ago. I respect the DJ industry. My dad was a DJ back in New York. My best friend, Zach Frat, is a DJ. So I respect my cousin is a DJ. Scratch, scratch a tour, turn tableless. My best friend, DJ Cali, turn tableless. You know, the great Jazzy Jeff, turntablist. I respect what DJs bring to the game because as we go, what I tell people, look, as we go, so goes your event. You yeah. know, we set, we set the pace of events. That's what I come in at. I set the pace. I set the tone. I set the vibe. You know, we have that kind of control. You feeling bad, a nice mix can make you feel good. Yeah. And yeah. that's power. So I respect that. And the thing is, when you respect something, it comes back to you. So I don't take it for granted. And I think now a lot of people that call themselves DJs, they're not doing it for the love of DJing. They're doing it to make a quick buck or to get some chicks or to get a drink. It's crazy. It's crazy that you say that because again, I came up as a photographer and both of them are kind of the same space where, you know, they don't take you seriously. And it's like, oh, you can find one of those a dime a dozen. And that, that that's how they, they treat it. But of course, you start to see what we've been able to do with our said art. Like, well, he, he obviously ain't just the regular. <laughs> and because I went into it like that was a, I was a businessman before I was an artist. And so when I decided that this is what I was going to do, I said, you know what? How do I go about doing this that I so I can actually win? And I put a plan in place and I saw myself talking to individuals one year about, you know, getting some pointers. And then I see myself three years later surpass them. And they're coming to ask me how. How'd you do it? And like you said, at the time, they were better art wise than me, but they wasn't better business wise. And then my art ended up catching up to my business. And then that's what made it a whole nother thing. But when I started, it was way more people that were better than me doing it. But I understood my market. I knew who was going to pay me the most money. You know, when you met yeah, me, yeah. I was speaking about government contracting. I did a bunch of photography from the government. The government pays a half a billion dollars a year to photographers. People don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So I right. was able to do it differently from a business perspective. So for you and I've worked with DJs where I'm going at a function at a photography gig. It's a five day event um, at a conference, a photography conference. There's a DJ in the middle of the floor all day. He wasn't making the same regular amount of money as a club DJ. He was getting a corporate bag. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's Stop different. selling secrets out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it's, this is what, this is, what this is about. This is what this is about because a lot of people are on social media and they're talking about their success stories and they're not really telling people how to get there. They're not saying the real. So you got people jumping out and they say, that's so, that'll sour your market because here come some right. DJ with yeah. that iPhone 13 and you got thousands of dollars of equipment 
and then they charging a hundred dollars and they mad at you for charging a thousand dollars. I can get so so he's not me and he's not what you really want, but it's too many of those for you to even fight them sometimes. Well, and that's the thing I've, I had to learn talking to my sands, everything like that. And people, I had to learn that one, all money and good money. You're right. Uh, two, you know, the, the, the consumer, they have their right to spend their money how they want to. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to learn how to respect that because I was getting frustrated. Like, yo, you don't respect my talent. You don't respect. And the thing is, you know what? It is not up to individuals to respect your talent. You have to respect your own talent and recognize your worth. Once you know what your worth is, when somebody inquires about you and they would like to book you, when you set your fee, your fee is what your fee is. And then when it's, oh, I've got this answer. Hey, I'll tell you what, what is it that you're looking for? You know, when I see what you're looking for, okay, you know what? Hey, I could recommend my buddy, you know, to see if he can get it down for you. I said, I really can't do that. You know, I thank somebody. I really can't do that. Because the thing is, I've worked too hard to establish my name. I've worked too hard to build this brand. And I know what I can bring to the table. Because once again, going back, what what makes me different than a lot of other DJs, one a lot of DJs don't talk on the mic. I DJ and I MC. But also, too, I have the promotion aspect. I actually promote myself and promote the event where I'm at. I don't just show up like I was talking. I had a residency when I was doing, you know, the, um, a little while ago at this uh, place. And the manager was surprised. Like, man, you do all this stuff? I said, yeah. I said, I want to see you succeed, especially you a sister. Look, I'm definitely going to help a sister out. I want to help you succeed because... They was if they thought I was okay. Yeah, I was hired just to DJ, but they just thought okay, I was gonna show up at the time to DJ and play music and uh, club. Yeah. I'm like, no, I want, I want. I said, look, I want to DJ in front of more than five people. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to. Hey, plus like I said, it builds my brand. Yeah. But then like, you over here or you over there or you doing that blah, blah blah. If I don't promote that, how are people gonna know where you at? Yeah. Because the thing is, people want to get the newest shiniest toy. People want to get the hottest thing. So when you're out there marketing yourself, when you're going to the corporate thing and stuff like that, people want to see what you're doing, yeah. you know, how you're doing it, because their reputation is at stake. So they can't afford to have, I'm going to tell you something years ago that I took, see for me, I take nuggets from everywhere. My director, when I was doing my TV show, he had told me something I, I bring up to this day when I'm on my grind, DJing and blah, blah, blah. So I had a gig. I was going to DJ somewhere in the hood. So, but it's funny how the perspective, he's a flash. Hey man, take that down. I said, what? I said, no, nah, man. So I'm thinking I'm promoting myself at, at this gig. He's a flash. Take that down. I said, well, what's up, man? He said, he said, look, I ain't telling you don't get your money. He said, but I'm, the reason why I'm telling you to take that down because you have an image to protect. He said, where you're trying to go, what you were just talking about right now, the levels where you're trying to go and the audience that you want to network with, if they see you DJing in said environment, yeah. you know, they're going to mm-hmm. think, oh, you know what? That's the level that he's at. Yeah. Even though that's not true, but because you're DJing at that in that environment, oh, that's the kind of DJ that you are. So you know what? Yeah, I'm not trying to bring that here with your crowd. You're going to bring that crowd to this thing. So nah, I don't do that. And I, but it's funny. I never looked at it like that. I just looked at it. I'm trying to get my paper. I'm on my grind. I got a DJ gig and place a nice. I look, take that down because of the area where I was DJing wasn't 
the best of areas. That's the business side of it. That's the business side of it. You got to, you know, that's that part. It's, it's, it's amazing though, you know, and, um, I'm fascinated because I do watch it and it, as I told you, make me feel like home. Cause I, I spent a lot of my, um, my adult life in South Carolina and right. you, you don't, unless there's a radio DJ, you're not really, they're not really promote where they're going to be at. You know what I'm saying? Or unless it's like, they're going to be next to a celebrity or something. Then they'll do that. Other than right. that, it's like, you just pop up and see that it happened to be there. It might be the promoter might say so-and-so going to be there, but the DJ not going to do that. Um, this is the, you know, you, you from a certain era. So what, what's your favorite era? What's your favorite music era? We need to know. Plus, plus, plus the thing is, I was thinking about it the other day, the other night. I ended, it was Sunday. I enjoy, like, you love what you do. I love what I do. I love being the party general. I love DJing. I love entertainment. I love the aspects of it. I love, like, people, like, you know, my lady, she laughs. Man, his ass don't know when to stop, you know, because... I'm always DJing longer than I have to, but it's because I'm so into what I'm doing. Like, let's say you book me for three hours. Okay, well, I'm booked from 7 to 10 p.m. You know, I'm be like, all right, man, I'm so, I'm enjoying myself. I see you enjoying yourself. Hey, man, whenever you want to stop, let me know. We can keep going. You keep, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm catching the vibe. Yeah. You know, I, I love what I, when you love what you do, like, I remember one of my favorite players, Magic Johnson, you know, when I came out here, I, I learned about basketball fell in love with basketball, same time Magic was drafted and stuff. So one thing they said about him and even with Kobe Bryant, what makes them great? They said Magic was playing basketball. His parents had to tell him, man, boy, get inside the house. He would take a shovel outside to the basketball court, shovel around the free throw and stuff like that just so he can shoot. Yeah. You know, that's love. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's too cold to play basketball. It's too cold. When you love something, you just love it. So for me, promoting myself, I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy DJing. So for me, DJing late at night, it's not, I'm tired at the end, but I, I feel fulfilled. Um, the best era, that's kind of hard to say. I mean, I'm a hip hop kid. You know I mean? Hip hop is my music, hip hop and the Caribbean music. Um, I'd have to say 80s, 90s, um, yeah. the college time. Uh, I mean, because the difference, it was just, I think music, I would say this, the respect for the art was there. Yeah. I think when it got to the 2000s, the same time that the invention and the rising of the internet and social media, that watered down everything because yeah. to get into the entertainment industry, you had to work for it. You had to be something. You had to, okay, let me just establish yourself. Like Hammer, like, um, what's my man name? Uh, Young Jeezy. Uh, even with, with Jay-Z, they were already established. They didn't need um, they didn't need their record labels to make it. They were already grinding. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. But they worked at their craft. At, in the era that we're talking about, the 90s, in every aspect, real estate, you know, you had Bill Gates and was coming up with all these ideas. Everybody had to grind. Nobody was, nobody was given anything. So in our in that era, if you wanted something, the thing is you had to work at it. You got to just go do it. Nobody's going to just hand you anything, you know. So that's my mindset. Ain't nobody going to give me nothing, so I got to go get it. So that's that's the era that came from. So all the artists and everybody that you've seen that was a success, let's say in all those aspects, you're talking about, they talk the greatest basketball players are Michael Jordan. You think Michael Jordan just woke up became Michael Jordan? His brother was balling. 
Magic Johnson was balling. Football players, you know, Emmett Smith, the Barry Sanders, them dudes been playing from time they could walk. You know, they didn't just, okay, I'm Barry Sanders. Uh, they worked at it day in and day out. But now you can go viral and become a sensation. But are you really a sensation? Yeah, because it, it comes and goes so fast. Like you were here this year, the next year, nobody hear from you. So it's it's a different situation. So it's, it's nothing to hold on to. So I definitely understand that. I the, the acronym for this show is Stand Tall and Reclaim Victory Every Day. So you think about the things that you've been through. Think about um, where you are now and think about where you're going. What does that acronym mean to you, Star? Stand tall and reclaim victory every day. Well, thank God I never starved. I was close to that before, so I, I, that resonates with me. I'm a victory every day. You know, I wake up every morning when I, God gives me breath. I can wake up, open my eyes. I give, I'm thankful every day. Um, every day, there's a new challenge. There's a new opportunity where, as I said, I got to get better. You know, today was a victory. I get to be on your show, your podcast. I was looking forward to this. This is a victory. Um, you know, I'll be in Vegas next week, you know, DJing and stuff like that. That's a victory. Um, looking forward to the next opportunities. Um, the thing is, to me, what I've been able to do the last couple of years where to be called an entrepreneur, mm. you know, and I'm not a traditional entrepreneur, you know, um, that I to say I work for myself, you know, to be able to dictate when I want to go to work. Um, you know, it's been a blessing and it's been a long road. Um, I do remember, like I said, I was just flash before I was just flash on the block. I do remember that I became Flash the MC. You know, I do remember then I morphed into Flash having a TV show. Then I do remember then I became the party general. Now I'm being booked for gigs. And I think to myself, like, man, I remember I was just Flash before. Now I'm morphing into a personality where people want, people trust. Hey, man, I want you to provide the soundtrack to my event. Mm. And I don't take that light. You know, so... I'm thankful for that victory every day that people, hey, man, I want you to do the soundtrack for my event because I think there's value in what you do, you know, and, and I'm, I'm humble about that. I'm surprised all the time, you know, and my girl said, why are you always surprised? I'm like, nah, just surprised. I guess because humble. I know where I came from. Humble, humble. You know, it's like, wow, no shit. Okay. Wow. You want to interview me? Like, okay, cool. Oh, wow. You want, wow. You know, so it's just, it's a trip. And then it's a, to get paid. See, here's the magic. Here's the key. Here's the whole nugget. When you get paid for doing what you love, they said that's not work. Yeah. That was my goal. My yeah. goal, because when I was working as operations manager for a home care company, I used to look up. had an office, office, working in Culver City, nice area. Look out my window. I see folks walking their dogs. I was like, bro, it's like 1.30. How are you walking? Why are you in regular clothes? How can you be in regular clothes and and I always like, man, how are you just driving this? It's, it's, it's Tuesday. How are you out? And I used to always envy, envy that. Mm -hmm. And now, it's funny, years later, I'm able to do that. I can, it's, you know, it's in the afternoon. I'm able to be in a podcast with you when years ago, I had to be in the office, you know, punching yeah. a clock. Yeah. You know, so that's my victory. Um, standing tall, you know, I wear a lot of hats. I have to represent my family. Yeah. Have to represent my relationship. Have to represent my fraternity. Have to represent my culture. 
you know, so I, I want to make sure every day I represent. That's why I stand tall. I, I watch what I do because it's not just me. Yeah. Because anything I do, you know, as you know, you just ain't Jay Helene anymore. Nah, you know, not I, at all. You know, that family man, you know, that brother, you know, the, the one for the podcast. So it's not just you anymore. So we wear a lot of hats. And the thing is, you have to be careful and be mindful. So I stand tall where I'm like, hey, man, you know what? I want people to respect what I do, um, look at what I do. I don't try to wrong anybody. And like you said, doing it the right way, but knowing I'm not doing it with any ulterior motives. Yeah. I don't do what I do to catch women. And yeah, I want to make money like anybody else. I want to make money, but the goal isn't to just make money. When I first started being a party general, it was okay, let me supplement the income. But I like I like doing it because I was like, okay, I want to supplement the income doing something like doing on the side. But then I never really thought I can make enough money where I can lead a nine to five. I never thought that. That was that was like a dream. <laughs> that was a dream. Dream come true. Dream come true, man. Coming, hey, coming true. I, I got something for you. This is this is this is the I'm gonna end it with this question here. Okay. What's your theme song? If somebody introducing you, what song they need to be playing for you when you coming out? Depends on what it is. I mean, where we at? We at a festival. You coming? You about to, they 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 intro introing you because you you the you the headlining DJ. Well, you can oh, pick the festival, whatever it is. I have a couple. Um, I would say, damn, my favorite group. I love Guy, man. That's my favorite group. Oh wow. Uh, that's my favorite like group um, Caribbean music there's a song every time I mix there's a song that I have that I play it's called All Night Long it's called All Night it's the road mix that that just gets it's like certain songs that sledgehammer that no matter what like you drop um, Too Short Blow the Whistle that's an anthem that's a party thing Bust the Rhymes Put Your Hands in My I Can See the intro I always loop that that right there and I talk over that that I mix that the Caribbean, American, you know, whatever. Um, I would say you could probably, what song, because I, I thought about that one. What, what song would describe? Um, that's a good, I would say maybe, um, you know what? I'm going to throw a curveball. I love New Jack City. Wow. Wow. New Jack City by Guy. I'm going to throw a little loop. Yeah. I like, I've always liked that song. Like, man, that's, you know, that song, you know, but I'm a music lover. I, yeah. It's hard to say because it depends. New Jack City, because what the lyrics, what they were singing. New Jack City is a new time, you know, and it's an anthem. It's, yeah, it's a new Jack City. It's a new time. It's a new era. It's yeah. it's, new, it's something new, you know, not necessarily talking about the music genre, but then, hey, it's new. It's a new time. Yeah, I had to ask you that. I had to ask you that because a lot of times people who plan the music, you know, a lot of times you don't get a chance to think about like for me shooting. Everybody used to be like, "Why are you never in the picture?" Because I'm the one taking them. <laughs> so nobody think that about that. Is me. true, y'all. Photographers <laughs> are always behind y'all. Never in pictures. Exactly but right. So all the times I know they never in my uncle's a photographer. So it's He's new to me. Yeah, and it's new to me now taking pictures over the last few years since since the pandemic happened. I started taking way more pictures because. Like a lot of stuff shut down for me photography wise, which was a it was a blessing in some instances because those same people use my success to start booking me to speak and then my books and all that other stuff like that. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm proud I, of you for that, man. I appreciate I know we've been it. Each man. other for a short time, but 
I respect the real, I respect the grind. It's like, damn, this brother's actually doing it, man. That's, I've watched the progress, man. And what you've done is not easy to do. To do your, as Oprah and Yana Ben say, you're walking your passion. But on that, you did it relocating at the same time. That's not easy to do where you're relocating at the same time you're relocating, you're building your passion continually. And you've gone into a new market, started something new while still trying to transition. Yeah. You know, yet you you haven't allowed that hard task to deter you from your love, from your goals. So, you know, my hat's off to you. And and the thing is I respect that. And that's what I like. I love to see. And that's why we come out giving back. Yeah, nothing but the grace of God, bro. Nothing yeah, that's crazy guy. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to do what we do. You know, I mean, think about this. This is where you get deep for half a second, then you got we gotta wrap it up. Right now, we're in two different states. Because of this, God allowed to bless some people with this kind of creative mindset. You know what? I want to bring people together at the same time where they communicate. And with this medium that was created, you're able to do something positive and uplift, not negative, because the thing is, everything, anything given to you is a sense of power, but there's yeah. responsibility that comes with power. You chose to use this power for good. Create yeah. stuff, create an acronym to do some about that. You know, no, no, let's, let's, let's not hide the secrets. Let's share the secrets. What's your secret to success? How are you able to overcome obstacles? Uh, what did you do? You know, because everybody able to put their pants on the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, you're humble enough to say, you know what, I want to share the success with others, man, and, and also people of color. Hey, look, man, what can what can I do? Like, you and I are small tokens on a totem pole, but if we all do our part, you know, we can move mountains together. So the thing is, you're doing your part, I'm doing my part as a party general, T is doing her part, and, you know, everybody doing their part, and as a collective, we can move this mountain, so you know. It's, it's coming, man. It's I'm coming. I'm thankful for this opportunity. You know, it's right on time. Uh, it is a blessing, man. And so I'm just, this ain't the last, like I said, I ain't reached my peak yet. I'm just starting. Likewise, man, you know, and I always tell the story, you know, um, I shout out to the brother, um, Eric Thomas. You know, I, I really didn't like Eric Thomas, you know, like far as his speeches, because it was a bunch of yelling. I'm from the Tri-State area. I'm not, you know, moved by somebody yelling. Right. But I, I he just say stuff that didn't make sense to me, like, well, you want to sleep and you don't want to, you know, uh, I'm like, people got to sleep, bro. You know, it's, it's okay. Like if people get their rest, but I will be listening to Les Brown and Tony Robbins and all these other people. And if you listen to these people, you got to listen to Eric Thomas. Is he going to come up somewhere? <laughs> and so right, I right. say, you know what? I'm not going to, I don't know him. I bought his book. And once well, I read like his I said, book. You don't, throw away the, you don't throw away the baby with the bathwater. Exactly. Exactly. I bought his book and I read his book and I said, Okay, because he said he studied, he literally said, all right, he studied his YouTube algorithm. And he said, if I put out videos at this time of night, it's going to get the hit. And he went to bed on time to get up at two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm saying you should have told somebody that. So instead of me telling him to do it, I'm going to do it on my own platform and tell people because it's a misconception. Because once you lose them, you already got yours, but you losing the people you saying you want to reach because... They're saying, oh, I, man, I'm tired. I'm not getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning to do anything. But if you got a job at FedEx, you will get up at 2 o'clock in the morning because that's the time people go to work. But they'll go to bed at 6 o'clock at night. So tell them, 
I go to bed at six o'clock at night and I get up at two o'clock to do my work. And then that'll help somebody else do the same thing. Maybe the numbers don't line up like yours, but they'll have an idea how to get there. But we like the cryptic stuff and we show the boats and we show the yachts and we show the nice houses. And, but how did they get there? And so for me on my platform, I wanted to show even my books. Everything is about teaching people how to have an easier road than I did. I did not have, I still don't have mentors. I had pseudo mentors, but I don't have nobody I can call and say, man, tell me how to do this. I was always the threat. So I'm like, I'm not going to be that to nobody else. And I'm not going to have people on my platform that's like that to anybody else because I can control this platform. So when I talk, when I met you and you were so given, I said, people got it. Not just me. I got, I can't, I got to share that. I, somebody else got to hear this brother's story and, and talk to him and then go meet him because that's what I'm looking for. Because the collaboration is key for us to be better in this space. We can't do it alone. A lot of us have tried, you know what I'm saying? But if somebody connect with you, the right person connect with you, everybody can win. The right person connect with me, we can all win. And that's what we're promoting here on Star Talk. Like we have to do it. How do we stand tall and reclaim victory every day is making a decision to work together, making a decision to go in a direction and not stop until you get to the destination. That's what we do here. That's what the people that show up on this show does. And that's what we want to continue to promote. We got to stop, you know, wavering in our, in our um, decisions. We got to stop having the plan B's and the plan B is going away from your destination. You can have alternatives to plan and you can have reroutes so you can get to that destination. But we, our destination is waiting on us. Think something is waiting there and we cannot be in a space where we're not going to go to our destination. So that's what we do here. If you pay attention to Star Talk, you know what we do. You know, we're going to continue to have exclusive people like my brother, go mob, go mob to the brothers. Thank you so much, Flash, man. I really appreciate you, bro. Hey, listen, before you get off, let everybody know your website, your social media, how they can find you. It's going to be up on the screen when you see the show. Say it for me so everybody can get you and follow you on all your platforms. Right. Well, every you can always Google me, The Party General. Uh, my website is djthepartygeneral.com. I'm everywhere, Twitter, social media. Uh, social media. Well, I'm not saying everywhere. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. And I'm on Twitter and it's actually me. I don't have, you know, folks big time like Jake Helene, black people doing their stuff. It's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> now it's actually me you talking to. Um, you know, I'm I'm a and plus two, I'm a people person. And to touch just for 60 seconds what you were talking about, basically what you're talking about is summation. You're talking about being selfless and not selfish. Yes. See the, the thing that what you're talking about is you want to target people and get people who are selfless and not selfish. And that is, it's a difficult thing because a lot of people are scared when they get the success, they're going to lose it. Like if I tell you the secret form to my success, well, now you're going to surpass me and I'm not going to be successful anymore. So I got to keep that secret here to get up at two o'clock in the morning because then you're going to surpass me and I'm not going to be successful anymore. Yeah. So the thing is, is changing that ideology, that fear. Yeah, you know, definitely. And once again, it, see, people got to not to get biblical or Christian. It's just you got you got to walk by faith and have to realize and recognize what is for you is for you. No matter, I can tell you the secret sauce, but you can't you can't make this burger better than I can. Yeah, I can tell you this is yours. But you ain't gonna cook it the way I can cook it. You know, yeah. and and the thing is, you should want because honestly, B, I don't want to be at the mountain by myself. 
Because the thing, let's say you you rich and everything, you rich and everything, you got all this money, but then all your peoples ain't rich. They can't hang with you because they don't have that money that you yeah. So who yeah. you gonna hang? You got yeah. this money, you up here, but who you gonna hang with? So the thing is, you want to hang around people that are like minded, spirited, you know, and believe in the same thing you believe in. Because as you said, just because you got money, that don't mean you like minded. That don't mean you got a good spirit. That don't mean you got a good heart. You just got some money in your pocket. So the thing is, you want to get come up with people that are like you. You guys are growing together. So now all you guys are successful together. Now we can hang together versus you just up by yourself looking down at people. And man, y'all need to come up. Y'all need to work hard. Y'all need to get on your grind. Help us up. And that's it. And that's an easy target too. Sitting there by yourself, you know, that's an easy target. So. But I, say that, man. I, I can't I can't say it no better than my brother, man. You know, again, y'all know how we how we do it over here. We try to keep it as exclusive as possible. Keep following us. Go to Starve Talk on YouTube and click the notification bell. Subscribe so that you can see what right. we're doing. And listen, www.jhalim.com, www.imonstarve.com. Follow us. Stay up on what we're doing. And listen, we're going to do some more of this because y'all going to be seeing us live in Living Color, tan up the West Coast. We will we tan up the West Coast. Whenever you live, whenever you need me, just say, Flash, I need you. Boom, I'm on my way. Hey, you no doubt. Whenever you need me, I'm no. on my way. So whatever you need from me, I got you. Whatever I can do to help the Star movement grow, you know, I got you. I'll definitely continue spreading the word, um, spreading the love. Because you are Likewise. doing something good and you're doing something that needs to be you know, heard, and you're doing something that people need to be aware about, you know. Likewise, bro. It's time for us to stop putting so much energy into the negative and something that's not going to elevate us, because we easily watch it, oh, some people got shot, or this one slept with that one, that one gets a million freaking (laughs) likes, but then when you got something positive that can enhance your life, that can improve your life, that can improve your relationship and everything so forth, you get to know everybody, I didn't know that, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, look, we're going we gonna to fix it. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it right here on Star Talk, and we're going to go ahead and do our thing. We It's, it's one, one, one day at a time, but we're going to do, do it the right way. Again, y'all know who I am. It's your boy, Jay Halim. We're going to see y'all next week on another episode of Star Talk. Thank you guys so much, man. Keep tuning in, following us, brother, and share, share, share. And thank you guys so much for tuning and listening to me, man. I really appreciate y'all and hope to make some new friends with y'all and see you guys soon in the city near you. No doubt. I'm in the studio with Jay Haleen. 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 You are now in the studio with Jay Haleen.